When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Real Vision Crypto. I'm Ash Bennington. I'm very excited today to be joined by two fascinating guests with really intriguing backgrounds, Chris Giancarlo and Christopher Perkins. Chris Perkins is president of CoinFund, and Chris Giancarlo is the former chairman of the U.S. Commodities Futures Trading Commission, senior counsel at Wilkie Farr and Gallagher, and strategic advisor to CoinFund, also known as Crypto Dad. Welcome to you both. Great to be with you, Ash. Thanks for having us. Well, it's great to have both of you here. And first, we should give a bit of explanation about why you're both here together. Uh, Chris Giancarlo joined Chris Perkins at CoinFund in January as a strategic advisor. Uh, with that said, let's get started with a little bit of background, a little bit of context. Uh, Chris Giancarlo, uh, many of our viewers will already be familiar with your career. Uh, you had a long and distinguished career in law and in tech before running CFTC. Tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so you know, I had a 30-year career before going to the CFTC, before going into government in law, and, and, and even my law practice, 16 years in New York and London, was centered around technology. Uh, I had a practice for inbound investment from European-based tech firms that were coming to the U.S. either to sell goods and services or to actually access U.S. capital markets. And it was actually in connection uh, with work I had done for a firm called Phoenix that built some of the first um, uh, ways to analyze complex derivatives and value them. Phoenix is a widely used pricing benchmark for currency options that I became increasingly familiar with the over-the-counter derivative markets known as the market for swaps. And in 2000, I teamed up with a group of entrepreneurs, left my law practice and helped that company raise private equity. We raised three rounds of private equity and then eventually go public in 2005 in a very successful IPO. We built the world's largest trading network for a type of over-the-counter swap called the credit default swap. By 2008, the launch of the beginning of the financial crisis, we were the marketplace. We had over 80% of the trading volume. We're not a trading firm. We operated the exchange on which trading firms operated. Uh, we had 80% of the trading volumes. And so we really saw the financial crisis right at the center of it, because as you know, credit default swaps were in a sense the grappling lines that tied Wall Street banks together in the fear yeah. that the, the failure of banks would pull down other banks because of their obligations under credit default swaps uh, led to one of the largest, most massive interventions in the financial markets by Washington and ultimately led to the Dodd-Frank Act. I was a supporter of the Dodd-Frank Act, and in 2010, when it passed, as head of our industry trade association, I complimented President Obama and Congress on passage of what's known as Title VII, which are the reforms to the swaps uh, marketplace. And as a result, a few years later, President Obama asked me to join the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, which had been assigned 90% of the responsibility for implementing those reforms. And he saw me as somebody who 
relatively politically neutral, but someone who understood that marketplace thoroughly. And so I joined the commission and I was confirmed in 2014 as a commissioner. And in 2017, uh, President Trump asked me to take over as chairman of the agency. And I'm very proud of the fact that not once but twice I was unanimously confirmed by all 100 members of the U.S. Senate, uh, which proves that uh, either one of two things, either most senators don't know what the CFTC does or its commissioners do, or the other one is I hadn't pissed off enough of them in my first uh, two and a half years on the commission. But anyway, I'm proud of the fact to have received that that uh, nomination. I stepped down from the commission the summer of 2019 at the, co- at the completion of my five years of service. But during that time, and that's perhaps what's got us here today, we were the first agency, not just in the United States, but in the world, to greenlight a regulated market for a, a, a marketplace for crypto. In our case, it was the marketplace for Bitcoin futures which allowed institutional investment in this asset class. And it it was defending that decision, an appearance I did in front of the Senate Banking Committee in the spring of 2018 alongside Jay uh, Jay Clayton, where I called on Congress to give respect to what I call the new generation's interest in the future of money, an interest that Wall Street hadn't generated in that generation in in, 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 in decades. But crypto had, and I felt that Congress right. needed to respond with a a, a well balanced approach. And it was from that that I was dubbed Crypto Dad, um, and uh, and it's something that was the basis for my recently published book, Crypto Dad and the Fight for the Future of Money. Yeah. You know, one of the things that's important to us here at Real Vision is to bring everyone into the conversation. You mentioned that uh, some of those 100 senators probably didn't know exactly what CFTC uh, does. I think that a lot of people are a little bit hazy on this. Obviously, it's a critical regulator, not just of U.S. financial markets, but now uh, of crypto markets as well. So give us the 50,000 foot overview on CFTC. What is it? What does it do? And why is it so systemically important for U.S. markets? You're absolutely right, Ash. Most people don't know what it does. But it's actually quite brilliant in in its conception and design. So if you think about it, we have a marketplace where capital is formed and traded, right? That's what our equity markets do. That's what our bond markets. Someone uh, with a great idea, a great opportunity, but without capital comes to those markets to find somebody with capital, but not necessarily the same opportunity to be developed or taken taken advantage of. And so they meet in the middle. And that's what our capital formation markets do. And we've got a very able and well-constructed regulator, the Securities and Exchange Commission, that oversee those capital formation markets. That's not what the CFTC does. The CFTC is a sister agency to the SEC. It's structured a lot like the SEC but it performs a very different function for a very different marketplace. And the marketplace it oversees are marketplaces for risk transfer, risk identification, risk pricing, and risk risk transfer. What do I mean by that? You're a factory and you have raw goods prices that if they go up, changes the dynamics of your manufacturing. They may be energy prices, they may be interest rates, they may be um, um, foreign exchange rates, or they could be agricultural commodities like wheat and corn, okay? Enterprises have the risk of moving prices of their core inputs as well as their core outputs. If you are uh, an oil producer, the the cost of oil is going up rapidly. How does that affect you if you're an oil user? And so what, what we do is we have markets known as futures and options and swaps markets where risk is transferred. Those products serve to take someone who has risk but doesn't wish or cannot bear it 
to transfer to someone who doesn't have that risk is willing to bear that risk. That's what futures and options markets do. And we in the United States formed a very different regulator, the CFTC, to oversee the markets for risk transfer. So capital formation markets overseen by the SEC, risk transfer, risk pricing markets overseen by the CFTC. Now, the United States is the only major economy that has a separate regulator for capital formation markets and for risk transfer markets. And I believe not as a, uh, a coincidence, but as a consequence of two separate, very specialized regulators, the United States capital markets and the United States risk transfer markets are the world's largest, most successful, most deep and most liquid. No other country has as successful risk uh, transfer markets as the United States. There's a reason why the world's major commodities, industrial commodities like oil, like iron, like, like um, um, uh, soy, uh, ag commodities like soybeans, wheat, uh, currencies, um, uh, uh, interest rates are priced in U.S. markets. They're not priced anywhere else. They're priced in U.S. markets in dollars. Why? Because they're, our United States are the deepest and most uh, uh, liquid. And I would argue the best regulated by that agency that nobody's ever heard of, the CFTC. Uh, Chris Giancarlo, I think that's probably the best and crispest explanation I've ever heard of CFTC, particularly with regard to the distinction uh, from SEC. Uh, and very interesting to think about how regulators uh, can play such an important role uh, in creating deep, stable, liquid markets uh, here in the United States. With that said, Chris Perkins, over to you. Uh, it's great to have you back on Real Vision. We just had a conversation on RV uh, late last year. Uh, we got to do a deep dive about your extraordinary life and how you got into crypto. I'd actually encourage all of our Real Vision subscribers to go back and take a look at that conversation. But for folks who haven't seen it yet, Chris Perkins, give us the thumbnail sketch uh, of how you got into crypto. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Ash. Um, I served in the United States Marine Corps uh, for nine years. Uh, part of that experience was uh, serving in the Battle of Ramadi in Iraq. And so I really understand the human cost of war, particularly in an urban setting. Um, and I think that's relevant today. Uh, after the Marine Corps, I made the transition and I started getting into what Chris Giancarlo was talking about, the CDS space. Uh, I moved into Lehman Brothers and I ran our derivatives prime brokerage. Um, went through the crisis, uh, came out the other side. I, I, I moved to City. And there, uh, while Chris was working with Todd Frank to, to, to put in forth regulations, I was there building that regulated business. So uh, we took the $700 trillion derivatives industry from unregulated uh, to regulated, built the largest cleared business in the world. Uh, by the time I left City, I was uh, running our global futures business, our foreign exchange prime brokerage business, and then the cleared derivatives business. Um, at the same time, you know, we saw the visionary um, thought that, that people like Chris, Christian Carlo were putting out, and I just could not stop thinking about the innovation that was happening in Web3. I made the move uh, to CoinFunds uh, back around August, and uh, now I serve as president, and it's been an incredible transition, and I'm loving every second of it. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.